when we think about cannabis and where to invest, where is another uh, growing sector intersect with cannabis, right? And so on one side, we see controlled environment agriculture um, and hydroponics and this whole industry growing, even if cannabis didn't, didn't exist, that industry is growing rapidly. And so when you intersect that with cannabis, which is a, a, a huge greenhouse crop and a high value crop, it's really becomes interesting from an investment standpoint. From the PodConnect studios, high in the Rockies at the beautiful Beaver Creek Resort, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today on the MJ Bulls podcast, we are continuing this year's Cannabis Investor Series with another former guest, Pete Carabas from Key Investment Partners. Pete, welcome back to the show. Hey, Dan. How's it going? Great to be back on the show. Always a pleasure to join you on the MJ Bulls podcast. Well, it's great to have you back. And you know what? It's funny. I look back. The last time we spoke was exactly a year ago to the day, which is really freaky. <laughs> Considering how much things have changed over these last uh, 12 months, it seems a lot longer. But you said something last year that has always stuck with me. And that's that you were expecting like the bold companies that stayed aggressive during the pandemic to come out of the crisis ahead. Did that happen? Yeah, absolutely. And and you you are jogging my memory. If my memory serves me right, what we were talking about was what do you do when you, you run into a crisis like Corona in, in particular in an emerging industry like the cannabis? And I think what was important back then really did prove to be a winning strategy. And, and that's really as, as a growing company in cannabis, focusing on your core operations, reinvesting really in your core business. And maybe some of the other things outside of your core businesses, other growth areas that you were looking at, maybe cutting costs there and, and honing in on what you do best and getting better at that and kind of keeping your head down. I certainly think that has served at least a lot of our portfolio companies well. And I'd say companies outside of the cannabis industry, right? When you look at the broader economy. And, and of course, when you bake in the tremendous growth that we saw from 2020 to 2021 within cannabis and the broader economy, I think those who, who kept their head down and reinvested in their core business operations, managed cash properly. They have capitalized on, on the cannabis opportunity. This year, we're going to be closer to the called 27 billion. Last year, we were at 20 billion. And you can continue to see that growth rate, I think, in, in the coming years. So even though we've been in the midst of a pandemic, cannabis has been, just been doing fantastic. Yeah, that's it's great. I was expecting that answer because a lot of the companies that we've interviewed made major leaps last year. And one thing that we did see last year was a lot of valuations took a hit and, and a lot of companies peeled back a little bit as far as their fundraising objectives. Do you see valuations going back up? Yeah, I'd, I'd say that right when the pandemic hit, there's obviously this moment, more than a moment, several months of some would argue even in years of, of uncertainty ahead. But in terms of valuations, I think people were a bit panicked, especially those raising capital who or who were about to raise capital or who had capital needs in the future and may have as a means to bring that capital in, brought down valuations or offered more attractive terms to investors. On the same note today, I, I think we're still very much in, in a world in the cannabis space where valuations are high. One thing that we're always trying to do as an investment manager is obviously find 
fantastic companies at reasonable valuations and great entry points. I think that it's challenging, but they're certainly out there. And I think in an industry like cannabis, some people will always overpay. You have a lot of growth in the future that you're discounting back. We see some huge headlines since we spoke last. You have weed maps, you see duchies uh, of the world. And I think that when you look at some of those valuations today, you say, hey, wow, those are huge. Who would ever pay that? And then down the line, you look back and say, wow, that wasn't such a bad price after all. I mean, you look at even some of the big tech companies way back in the day, and you could argue those were overvalued. But generally, key, we're very value-oriented investors, try to stay very disciplined on the uh, valuation and entry multiple sides. So, Well, I think you made a good point that there are opportunities out there, but because this industry changes so quickly, that unless you're in it on a day-to-day basis, it's hard to identify where the opportunities are or where the next trend is going to be. What sectors in the industry are you looking at right now? Yeah, no, it's, it's a great question. And that's something we talk about uh, on a very regular basis. As up to this point, Key has been much more focused on the ancillary sector within cannabis. I, I would also just call that the infrastructure uh, of cannabis or uh, you know pick and shovel play. So call it your technology, your POS systems, compliance, logistics, distribution, things like that. And so in terms of sectors we're looking at at the moment, there's a lot of interesting stuff out there. And I think on the ancillary side in particular, you really have to dig deep to find the best stuff. Today, I'll touch on a couple. One, we've been looking at a few different specialty finance companies. I think that's a super interesting sector. You have several of these companies now doing equipment leasing, sale leasebacks, and providing working capital. Just these small, more niche companies that are, are providing capital to the cannabis space where cannabis companies couldn't get this type of capital, or if they could, it was very difficult and really a pain for them to, to do that. And of mm-hmm. course, it was very costly. So I think looking at some of these companies in the specialty finance space is, is very intriguing for us at this point in time. One other sector we've been looking at very heavily is the lighting space and lighting oh, technology yeah. fits fits really well in our, our thesis, I'd say. And today, it's it's funny, you, you can walk into these huge cannabis grows and even by, by some of the biggest MSOs. And at first take, you might walk in and say, wow, you, you might picture it being a little more sophisticated, if you will. And so we think there's a big opportunity in the lighting space. And I'd moreover call it the greenhouse technology space where you have, let's say, a situation where, you know, as a grower, you can fine tune all the, the, the entire environment within a greenhouse, from the lighting, the spectrum of the lighting, to the humidity, to really, in some sense, mimic what would be a, a perfect climate for a certain type of strain of cannabis to grow in. So we think there's a, a, a ton of opportunity in spaces like that. And to that point, we're always looking for what are, when we think about cannabis and where to invest, where is another uh, growing sector intersect with cannabis, right? And so on one side, we see controlled environment agriculture um, and hydroponics and this whole industry growing, even if cannabis didn't, didn't exist, that industry is growing rapidly. And so when you intersect that with cannabis, which is a, a, a huge greenhouse crop and a high value crop, it's really becomes interesting from an investment standpoint.
I've heard that from a couple different people about the companies that are intersection of two different industries or two different growth industries. And that seems to be a, a trend in investing right now is to try to find those opportunities because there are not very many of them. But that is it is right. interesting that you're looking at that. One thing that I know is important when it comes to raising money is to make sure that you reach out to investors that are a good match. Now, you mentioned that you're primarily focused on the ancillary, the picks and shovels type of businesses. For somebody that's interested in maybe raising capital, let's just say in 2022, uh, at this point right now, is there anything that they should be doing to get on your radar? Yeah, I think first off, I'd say we are always retesting our investment thesis. For the last two and a half, three years, we've been focused on the ancillary side. However, we have started really investigating the branded product side as of recent. And some of these, I think, single state operators have become very interesting to us. So in terms of what companies can do to get on the radar of cannabis venture capital, I, I think really just continuing to perform, showing strong sales, showing how they're different, I think is a huge thing. I know it sounds obvious, but there are so many cannabis companies doing the same thing. There, are, Whether it's POS systems, whether it's seed to sale software, whether it's simply branded products. Even two, two uh, years ago, like effects-based branding, sleep or energize, as opposed to like the name of a strain, that was mm-hmm. a huge thing. Now yeah. you kind of see that everywhere. So really, I, I'd say, what are you doing different and how does it re- lead to profitability or how are you solving a problem in the cannabis industry? And in our opinion, does that problem still exist post-legalization? So you want to be careful you're not solving a problem that's not going to exist once it's legalized. <laughs> that's obviously not a, a good thing. Those are some really good points. Yeah, I, <laughs> you wouldn't want to be in a position where if as soon as it gets legalized, they don't need your services anymore. That's probably not the right place to be. <laughs> exactly right. A lot of businesses like that too out there for sure. Well, for investors that are considering investing in cannabis, what are some advantages of working with Key? I think for investors interested in the cannabis space, we, of course, talk about this all the time with investors. We're very focused with really putting together a, a diverse portfolio in several different sectors of, that we consider to be the infrastructure of the cannabis space. So if you're an investor who wants to not go invest in uh, one branded product that you hope is the Marlboro or the Coca-Cola or the Bud Light of cannabis one day, but rather you want to find a, a portfolio of assets that grows as the cannabis industry grows and mm-hmm. provides the tools to the branded products and to the MSOs that they need to grow great cannabis businesses. That's really what we're focused on in key. So, so far, I think it's, it's gotten excellent reception. I think a lot of people are familiar with that strategy, the old uh, Levi Strauss strategy, mm-hmm. sell the jeans to the miners, running up the mountain with the picks. And, and I think it, it's been great so far. So if you're interested in that, you can definitely reach out to us on our website, or I'm sure my, my contact info will be on the podcast. Yeah, we'll definitely have your contact info and Key's contact info in the show notes. So if any there's cannabis companies looking for growth funding or investors looking for a company to manage their cannabis investment, just click on the show notes and or go to podconnects.com and to learn more about the key investment partners. Pete, it's always fun catching up. Thanks for being on the show today. Thanks a lot, Dan. Always a pleasure to join and I appreciate you inviting me back on. 
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, my name is Leah Babrudi, and I'm the founder and host of Chicks Podcast, where I discuss cannabis, psychedelics, and other natural medicines. I not only interview people who use them as treatment for different conditions, but also the entrepreneurs who share their knowledge on how they built their businesses. If this sounds interesting to you, give my show a listen. I'm sure you'll learn something that'll surprise you.